everybody? This is another episode of 314 Punk, and uh, it's been a minute since we've done a podcast, so thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, if you, as always, if you want to give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, that helps us out a lot. That helps uh, just, it helps that old algorithm get us out to more people. So um, I'm going to just go ahead and jump in with some shows that are coming up tonight, May 20th, at... The Heavy Anchor, you have Misplaced Religion, Modern Anks, The Scatterguns, and uh, Coward's Way Out. And then uh, tomorrow night at The Sinkhole, you have The Disappeared, Better Days, The Chandelier Swing, and Inner City Witches. Um, so there is some cool stuff happening this weekend. And then on May 26th, uh, you know, I actually, uh, through 314 Punk, uh, booked a show, and um, <clears throat> we are having you, you Vandal from Florida come in. Uh, they're a pop punk band, and I have been listening to their record for uh, their new album for a really long time. Uh, it's been in, in constant repeat, and I connected with them um, a few months ago, and they're, one of the shows on their tour fell through, so they're coming through. And then we have uh, Weed Tooth, who is a guest on this show, and uh, on this episode, and then Uncanny Valley and Staley Avenue. And that's May 26th at the Sinkhole. And then on May 28th, uh, there's a tour coming through. It's Cliff Diver from Tulsa. Uh, car, I think they're called Carpool. And then uh, supported locally by Candy Lion and, uh, oh shoot, who was the other band on that? Damn it. I gotta find, I gotta find out here real quick though. Uh, but one second and I will find out for you, my friends. Uh, but it's May 28th. And, um... Hold on. Just give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Unknown and Sailing. Unknown and Sailing. Yes, they've been featured on 3 and 4 Punk as well. So make sure to check that out. That's shows for the next week or so. Um, and then my band, Wes Hoffman and Friends, we're going on tour in June uh, to Toledo, Indianapolis. And it's, it's more of just a weekend run. Um, and Nashville. So I'm super stoked about that. Um, and, yeah. Punk Rock Flea Market is June 5th. We're going to be talking about that on an upcoming episode, so make sure you tune in and uh, enjoy this episode with Weed Tooth. Okay, what is up, Weed Tooth? That's us. Hello. Us, <laughs> the nasty, the nasty bastards. <laughs> Are you going to do that the whole time? I could, but no. Dude, okay, so I interviewed Gore one time. <laughs> and they did it all in character. And, yeah, but they weren't dressed up. So you're just seeing So they these. were just like, well, <laughs> you know, we're from Planet, blah, blah, blah. It was the weirdest thing ever. There's but no it was like, eyes. it was so hard for us to not laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I never went back and listened to that ever again. But, I mean, it was a good interview. Yeah. But... Yeah. It was just is like, that on? Is that on three one four punk? Can we get no, that, that was a podcast that I did called the Strange House. Okay, like a few years ago, and and uh, I guess it's been like five years now. It's crazy to think that, and we went on Warp Tour one year, oh, and, yeah. and they were on Warp Tour twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, no, that's Which when was, I saw Gore. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. You could always great. tell the people who saw Gore because they were like covered in blood. Oh hell yeah! I saw him at Riot Fest last year, but I stayed back. I, just, I watched yeah, it from afar. So, oh, yeah. watch it from afar because it's wild. I just wild. zoomed in on my, on my camera on my phone. Oh, so dude, it's the it's the weirdest, wildest thing. Like, it's they're so weird. 
was when when we saw good musicians it. though. Oh, oh like, fuck yeah! Really, you know, amazing musicians. Yeah, no, they're they're wild. Sorry, what were you gonna say, Willie? <laughs> no, I was just gonna say it's uh, it was it was with it was with me and Dane. Okay. Like that, and Dane was with his sister, and I was with my sister. We were like taking our sisters to Warp Tour, and we're like, we're gonna go see Guar with our younger sisters. That's awesome. That's amazing. Break you into the punk rock community. Raising them up right. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's Weed Tooth. Uh, I did have a question from... It's it's Fuzz9999 on Instagram. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. John. Fuzz9999. It's not... Uh, why the umlaut on the the U? Is that just so people know that it's Weed Tooth and not Weed Tough? Uh, yeah, yeah, that and just like just just more obnoxious bullshit with the, the whole nomenclature. Yeah. Like it was already a, a weird like name. We just want to make um, it unsearchable, you know. Yeah, really. Just, <laughs> you know, fuck search optimization. You know, SEO uh, out out the window. Yeah, because so. if if people could find us with that umlaut on there, well, then they must actually like us. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> They're no, really seeking you out then. For sure, and it's you know just like uh, I guess a bit of accidental homage to Motorhead too. Okay. Oh, so yeah. I we didn't talk about Motorhead <laughs> I can get down with that. Have you seen this show Severance? I actually uh, someone was talking about it today. Uh, I have not seen it. There is a scene where this guy is like painting a painting every time he, he he paints the same painting every day and every time he paints it he plays Ace of Spades. Fuck yeah. And I was like, oh dude, this is actually like that is a sick riff. <laughs> Well, that's, you know. It isn't Tony Hawk 2 open up with uh, Ace of Spades or wait no it's um, fuck it's uh, one of the it's that goddamn band the fucking uh, Rage Against the Machine ah uh, yeah song. but no there's I thought thought one of them maybe it's Tony Hawk 3 opens up with Ace of Spades one of them one of them fuckers do <laughs> there's so many of them now yeah <laughs> I really liked Tony Hawk's American Wasteland. Dude, that shit was fun. And Tony, and then, okay, so there was like Tony Hawk Pro Skater, then Tony Hawk Underground, mm-hmm. Tony uh, Hawk Underground too, and and um, I really thought I, American Wasteland for some reason I thought was just dope. That had a great soundtrack. Too. Yeah, like all the bands doing the covers and shit, like Census Fail covering um, uh, Institutionalized. Oh yeah. Um, fuck Thursday covered. Well. My Chemical Romance covers uh, uh, Teenagers from Mars, I think. Okay. No. No, the Misfits one? Yeah. Uh, what's uh, it called? Fuck, it's... I don't know. I don't I know I listened to it like fuck. three days ago. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the remastered Tony Hawk. It was really... It's been really fun. Like, but I get... I get oh, yeah, yeah. Like, when I was younger, I was like a savant at Tony Hawk. Like, I was so good. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I think... Wasn't American Wasteland like... One of the first ones where you could walk. Yeah. Remember how you could like pick up your walk, board and yeah. run, and you could continue the line. Like, mm-hmm. so if you did a crazy grind, you could like hit uh, like L and R at the same time, and you pick. But you can only run for a certain amount of yeah, time before the time duration yeah, stops. That was such and a they, sick. Doing a caveman. I'm just gonna yeah. sit here and pretend that I played a lot of Tony Hawk. <laughs> I just went to people's uh, friends' houses and just like jumped around and, and pressed random buttons. This dude was. That's kind of trick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. Yeah. That and fighting games, you know? Yeah. Oh, dude, fighting games, like, yeah. I never... I mean, there were some of those, like, Mortal Kombat 3, I think I was pretty good at. Like, I learned a lot of the yeah. moves. Like, I'd find one character that, like, I, w- I could get really good at. Well, back in the day, like, 
on Sega and Super Nintendo. Yeah. Like all those ones, like I remember some things. I was I didn't get that good, but yeah, no, I sucked ass at all that shit. Yeah. Nowadays, I I can't play a fighting game to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, dude. Me neither. I was always more bigger on the uh, like the brawler games, like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, oh yeah. The arcade game and like Final Fight and The Simpsons awesome. and uh, Double Dragon. Double Dragon's another good one. Uh, um, what's that? Oh, the X-Men arcade game. Oh, that so was fun. sick. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so that awesome. was awesome. Anyways, uh, we're talking about music. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. No. <laughs> so I've got Will and Nick from Smiling Jack, right? On, yeah, on, on three Instagram. ends. Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, from Weed Tooth. And, uh, you know, in true to form, like, what was your aha punk rock moment? Will you go first? Uh, you mean just when like I knew I enjoyed punk rock, or when we wanted to start this? Band? Uh, when when you personally like when you what was the first band or concert or Word. you know Word. was it Tony Hawk? You know like uh, definitely Tony Hawk. Usher <laughs> that you were that, that you discovered punk and you were like oh wow Man. like I connect with this. This is kind of like a part of who I am. Word. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of like a culmination of things. It was like Tony Hawk. Um, I thought that I wanted to be more like into hip hop and stuff, um, just cause of like Nelly being from St. Louis and like, yeah, dude, like fucking hip hop and stuff, which I definitely still very much do enjoy hip hop. But, uh, when punk then kind of finally entered into my, and, and in my parents, I guess is what I forgot to say as well. My dad was definitely more into like UK punk. Uh, and then my mom was more into like new, the New York scene and shit when she was a kid. So basically, as soon as they like found out that I was into all that music, they just threw a bunch of shit at. Me. Like my mom bought me uh, this like Ramones Greatest Hits thing. My dad awesome. um, let me burn his uh, London Calling uh, album and shit. Did it get you Road to Ruin? No, that's what my dad got me. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut in on yours. Oh, no, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. And then this guy himself. Um, honestly, yeah, like you... You, you guys have been friends for a long time? Since 1995. Oh, Ooh. you remember that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was... Uh, I've known him for forever, and I've moved around a fuck ton. Yeah. Um, and so we, we always kept in contact, even as I lived out in Indiana for a while. But, uh, you know, he, he was... You were getting into punk before I was, a little bit before I was, because you're... You were like yeah into like Blink One Eighty Two. Oh sure. yeah, that that's so. the one that set it off for me. Yeah, I mean I was like here and there, and like I said, my dad told me the Ramones before I discovered Blink, and I don't know I like Beach Boys, I like fucking Sugar Ray, I like Outkast, all random shit. Yeah, Chumbawamba, Eve Six. Dude, uh, as, as cheesy as 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 it sounds, I know people like whatever whatever people want to say. Sugar Ray had hits. Sugar Ray did yeah. have hits. And that one that came out afterwards that had Answer the Phone. Answer the phone. I want to get you alone. Yeah. I mean... That song slaps. <laughs> it, it does. It, I mean, if you think about it, like, do I listen to Sugar Ray on a regular basis? No. But, like, when you listen to his... There's not him. They're a band. Yeah. <laughs> it's not one dude. <laughs> but when you listen to their songs, these are, like, really... These are pop rock hits did you hear their old shit like i just want to fly no like before that no, they were like, like punk 
They were like punk or like they were heavy, heavy weird compared shit. to what we know. Uh, like, uh, the uh, uh, like crazy, yeah, bashing in your face like stuff. They definitely crazy. went uh, like adult contemporary after sure. You know, yeah. but uh, you know another band that I was just listening to them last night is that I really liked when I was in high school is the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh when, yeah. When uh, like nineteen, I think it was like ninety eight when when. The song Iris came out. It was on yeah. the City of Angels soundtrack Dude, with Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan. Hell yeah! Dude, I was in fifth grade and this kid was like, "I love the Goo Goo Dolls. I love them so much." And like, I didn't like this kid or something. So I was like, "Fuck the Goo Goo Dolls." <laughs> and then like later on, I'm like hanging out with Mike and we're just like jamming to like Goo Goo Dolls. Like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> so well, dude, if funny. you go back, if you go back, they had like albums starting in like 1987. And, yeah, yeah, and they were like punk, like like exactly what you're saying. It was like, blah, blah, blah. like it it does not sound anything like what they sound like now or what they sounded like on that album yeah. uh, that have Iris and Slide and Black Balloon on it. It it sounds like dirty, just like, blah, 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 blah. and then they they had an album called like Superstar Car Wash or something like that, and that's where they changed their sound. There was and it a really sounds cool just like replacements like pop rock yeah. kind of like jangly guitar like more catchy melodic type sound yeah. and then a boy named goo came out a boy named that, goo. that that's like their sixth <laughs> that was like their fifth or sixth album you what know a name for an album yeah a boy named goo but if you go through their discography it's really like you can in you know you probably don't want to listen to every single song on those early albums but you can see the progression of like oh they were like a dirty like Almost like a gutter punky type band, with okay. like gutter punk. You know, yeah, that's a good almost, almost kind of sounded like We Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old Sugar Ray. Yeah. Well, give us a couple albums, and then we're gonna be the new Goo Goo Dolls, man. Let me fucking just you know. just too late. And then that kid that you said fuck Goo Goo Dolls too is gonna come back and call like you. I out. told you, dude. You guys are gonna be playing like Verizon Wireless Amphitheater or whatever oh, <laughs> Riverport. Yeah. And that kid's gonna be. Dude, I'll sell out. He's gonna that. be that's like cool. Nick's a poser. <laughs> yep. Make a lot of money now. <laughs> okay, but anyways, uh, Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Sugar um, Ray. You listened to a lot of weird stuff. Blink yeah, One Eighty Two so, like, was the band. Before Blink, um, but I'll just I'll just start with Blink because that's kind of, and then oh like a little bit before Blink there was like Good Charlotte. So I was like, you know I was like the poser kid back then. I was so young I didn't know what I liked. You just liked what you liked. And, yeah. Uh, I dated Caitlin Reardon. Oh. And she wanted. This was like. <clears throat> Summer uh, in between sixth and seventh grade, and for her birthday she wanted to take off your pants and jacket. Okay. And I gave it to her, and she put it in my mom's fucking this, CD player. If thing. you didn't know that that was the name of the album, this would be a, a very different conversation. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Anthem Part Two kicks on, and I was like, "What the fuck? This is amazing. This is super cool." And I'd liked him a little bit before, but that like set it off. Yeah. Self titled came out and I was obsessed. Yeah. And then that led me to like all these bands from Atticus and yeah. Mitch and and then Tom would talk about his influences, like the Refused and like Screeching Weasel, Propagandi and I checked all those bands out, no effects and Yeah. Got into the punk punk stuff and Yeah. That's awesome. That was my aha moment. That's awesome. Was Blake. Yeah. Anthem part two. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, um, I mean, the first album that I heard was Dude Ranch, and I was kind of like, these guys are good. Like, you know, yeah. I, I like this. Like, I really, MXPX was my band when I, I was MXPX. growing up. And, but I was like, uh, you know, 
I grew up in a really Christian family, and like my parents didn't want me to listen to like Blink has some very like you know explicit yeah. lyrics. Fucking dogs in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I would listen to MXPX, and I was like, these guys. But Blink is good. Like, this is really melodic, and I really like some of their stuff. And then when Enema of the State came out. What's yeah. my age again? I heard it on the radio and I was like, this is Blink-182, this is so fucking good, you know? And yeah. so I bought that and I think I had, I think I ended up buying the Walmart version because it was edited. Oh, oh man. <laughs> the Walmart version. Well, that one had a and lot then, less cuss words than Toy Posh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then I had, I got Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and that was, uh, um, that was a great album, man. That, Did you ever see that they released like the, the special editions where they had the, the plane, the pants, and the jacket. So when I bought mine, I didn't know about that, but I got the plane, which had two of the bonus tracks on it, oh. and then there were other bonus tracks on the other ones. I did not know that. Yeah. So I you, don't. I don't. Think you can't get I them got. on Spotify. It's all on like okay. YouTube and shit. But okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. No, I didn't know that. So so how did you guys? How did we two then come together to follow that up? So. Obviously, we've known each other five ever. Been fuckheads um, forever. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> just—I've I, never—I've never been in a band. I've never done anything uh, musically. I've had you always had wanted to? I thought it'd be cool, but I never picked up an instrument. Right? Did so you do something with a, with a friend? We—I—I did. I did a. Um, we tried to do a joke band where I was going to do vocals, and it was like this amalgamation of dudes from O'Fallon. There's like ex-members of Substructure and um, yeah, just like other kind of bands that are that were out in O'Fallon, Missouri. But uh, I've, I've always been friends with musicians um, and I've always been doing graphic design for musicians. I started my first like graphic design kind of thing in 2006 on MySpace called Master Feeds Monster. And I was gonna do apparel as well as, so I started a music page on there and I would just host different bands from all over the place. Um, and so people got to know me from that and I would do MySpace banners uh, for free and that would be kind of the hook into like, okay, if you like this, now let's talk about doing like some actual like shirt merchandise or you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been doing that for that kind of thing for forever. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so Nick's been a musician for as long as I've been doing graphic design stuff. And we'd always talked about, you know, like it'd be fun to just fuck around and do like a couple songs or whatever, just like as a friend project. Um, and then one day Nick was like, I want to do, like he's pretty, you've pretty much always done like, I don't know, pop punk. Well, or, Fluorescent is your yeah. band, right? Yeah, it's yeah. another band, yeah. Which is kind of like a shoegaze, ambient, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I'm using the wrong. Very. Um, so the other guy in the band's real big fans of My Bloody Valentine. Okay. Like the biggest shoe shoe yeah. band of all time, and I'm, I was real into like some surf rock bands like Tennis System or Waves. So we kind of just mashed that together, and that's what that is. Nice. But anyway, yeah, back to how we formed. Yeah. So Nick was um, like, "Well, I'll let you take it away." Yeah, Your hair so, is very fluorescent right now. It is. <laughs> I want to do my favorite color, so I did it. Uh, Anyway, uh, we were hanging out with Dane and whoever the hell else at your old house, and uh, this was a song that Dane had kind of come came up with anyway, but it was called Rooster, 
there's about the restaurant. I don't know if you want to tell the actual story about that on here. <laughs> <laughs> we could no, we can definitely. Uh, so, but it would be entertaining. Yeah, tell the story, and then we'll go yeah. into uh, what that this, this <laughs> song is about that spawned. So I think band. it was just like Dane had been doing that for a while, but I was like, I remembered that jam. I was like, Rooster, it really fucking sucks, Rooster. I was like, that was really good. I go, Will, you sounded like like a really good punk singer. Yeah, because I think when when I did, it's like, oh, and, and the video was like. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the shits. The shits. And this song is called One, Two, Three, Four Rooster. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was just like a video on my phone. And I was probably drunk watching it one night. I'm like, we should start a fucking band or something, man. We should at least do this song. So I invited him over. I'm like, hey, man, do you want to do that rooster song? I think it would be fun. Just let's just fuck around. And he's like, well, it's just like that one thing. And I'm like, I'll just, I'll write all the music and we'll like, do it on Audacity, and he's let me ad lib. Yeah, and I, he's like, I don't know what to sing. I'm like, just, just bullshit, just bullshit, and that became the actual words to it, which is ridiculous shit. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, half of it. And but, uh, well, you took like some of your favorite three takes because I did like five or six different ad libs. Yeah, right? yeah, And then you kind of amalgamated like, let's turn this into something that's kind of a song, and then that's I think that's like the sixth song that we put out on on instagram and like did a video for it and shit yeah um but the the story behind rooster and why we're shit talking rooster as a restaurant <laughs> is uh I, I was dating a gal um and uh we, we go and have breakfast at rooster and she uh failed to mention that uh her ex that she had recently broke up with uh was worked there and was the bartender and so we sat at the bar and like got our food stuff like that and uh he didn't seem too at all pleased to see his recent ex with her new boyfriend there <laughs> and i'm not saying that he tampered with the food but what i am saying is that um didn't even get fully through the meal and i was shitting my guts out oh and uh yeah i just had a, a negative experience now truly it was not you know anything to do with rooster themselves um but i didn't want to write another boohoo bullshit fucking this girl or you know I don't want to shit on a person sure. I was like let's start a fucking let's start let's start a shit talking song about a breakfast restaurant <laughs> <laughs> fuck that <laughs> fucking rooster dude fuck yep. you so and it's so it's it's uh admittedly un, unjustified hate on rooster but fuck them southwest diner's better yeah oh southwest diner is the shit well, speaking of that we started a practice doing Southwest. Yeah, so like we, right after Rooster, we oh. start. We made up a random song, and that's the only lyric. Southwest Diner. That's, that's amazing. Southwest we, Diner. You guys have to play that. Oh, no, we, we we pretty yeah. much do that um, every time we play Rooster live. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, May twenty sixth, you'll get to experience the. Uh, the Southwest. May twenty sixth at the Sinkhole Weed Tooth. Weed. You Vandal and Uncanny Valley and Staley Avenue. Brought to you by 314 Punk. Woo! It's going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't want to skate over this. Uh, Will, you created the 314 Punk logo and the t-shirt and everything as well. So those of you that are listening that love 314 Punk... You have Will to thank for that awesome logo. Well, no, you don't have me to thank. You have Wes to thank for creating this awesome yes, entity you, that's 314. Oh, well, you I, mean, I put a visual to it. It's, <laughs> Wes is a beautiful, kind, we really do appreciate driven that. person. 314 Punk. Oh, yeah. thank you, man. Like, it's 
such a great thing for the scene, the local scene. I feel like every, you know, I've kind of told this story a little bit, but I feel like every city should probably have something that's promoting, that's inclusive, that's promoting every band. doesn't matter if you're, like, just starting out or you've been around for 20 years. Like, that's just promoting things happening in St. Louis. Like, they're inclusive to a point. No homophobes, no assholes, no racists, yeah, no sexists. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it is true to for a point. punk. You know? Right, punks right. have standards. Yeah. Right, but <laughs> but I think every scene needs that. And like, there's there's, I'm getting on my soapbox for a minute, but get on but, it, chill it. But there's so many bands right now in St. Louis, and there's so much happening. Like, I feel like uh, COVID kind of like. Everybody came back and was like, I miss doing this. Yeah. And I miss going to shows. It's like an incubator for like half of these bands you're hearing now. It's like, I never heard of that band or that band or that band. Yeah. But they're awesome. Yeah. It, I mean, Fuck. even for myself, like, you know, during that time, like I wrote an e- entire EP, like, you know, and kind of rebranded a little bit. Yeah. And, and I felt like we need some kind of outlet where if you don't know the band, if you don't know, because a lot of people might be like, oh, I love Wee Tooth. I follow Wee Tooth. But there's a ton of other bands that they don't know about. So, like, yeah. you can come to one place, and here's where you can find out about all the bands, all the shows. Uh, even, like, artists and designers and people that are doing stuff that's kind of has a punk aesthetic to it. You know, record shops, like, restaurants, like the Crow's Nest, you know? Crow's Nest is opening a new spot in Soulard. Like, Crowbar. Crowbar, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I, I feel like that's something that every city needs, you know, that just yeah. a way to, like, and and... The scene now that I'm real now I'm realizing is like it's doing so much better than I originally thought. Like, <laughs> you I mean, know, that's I mean that's because it it's like I mean, punk is like about like community and like togetherness and accomplishing You're this influencing shit that cohesion. It's not about like this success. dude's ego or whatever. It's like it's about all of us. Yeah, and like you're just elevating the shit out. You are. Of you're it, giving so it that awesome. realm, that space, and that voice, and it's fucking dope. Yeah. Thank you, man. I yeah. appreciate that. So, bless you. <laughs> I'm not religious, but bless you. Protect Wes Hoffman no. at all costs. <laughs> I'm hoping, you know, and now we're starting to do shows with you. You know, we had the first one with you guys, which, which thank you. That all, yeah, yeah, yeah too. Thank that. you guys. I mean, that all just kind of came together. Um, it's all kind of happened organically, that side of it, where, you know, I've had a couple bands from out of town ask me, like, Hey, we're coming through St. Louis. Can you help us? Like, you know, I have contacts at the Sinkhole and Heavy Anchor, you know, pe- places that I've played that I've brought like a good crowd to that they're like, oh, yeah, well, if, if Wes is doing the show, like, you know, let's help him out. Let's get this, yeah. you know, that this, I mean, they'd rather be open and have a band playing than not, you yep. know, yeah. um, especially after, you know, COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I, you know, when uh, you Vandal hit me up and they were like, hey, you know, we're coming through. And I was like, oh, well, let me see what I can do. And Sinkhole didn't have a show so that night. So Perfect. it worked out. And I feel like all those bands, like, I, you know, I like your band. Like, um, and then Uncanny Valley is like kind of this like neck deep state champs kind of style no, pop I'm punk. I'm digging their sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Staley Avenue, I haven't really heard them, but they're kind of like, they're a younger band. They're kind of like, like, and that's what I want to do is kind of like, Let's give some visibility to some of these younger bands too, like yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. and also I want to. I really hope people will come out because, like, I want to show out of town, out of town bands. Like, I think you see this happen a lot, like, an, a touring band like You Vandal, where they're not like 
they don't tour all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they're maybe not super well known. Yeah. But if they come to town and nobody shows up, they're gonna be like, uh, maybe we skip St. Louis this time mm-hmm. next yeah. time around. And you know. And and I would like bands. And you see that a lot on a on a bigger level. Like, yeah. bigger bands come through. They the show doesn't do well. They're like, uh, let's just skip this and go to Chicago. Yeah. And I feel like if we can show bands like, hey, even on that level that you vandals on, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of like they're touring. That it's profitable to come to St. Louis and we're not a flyover city. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like that the scene here is strong and that people will come out and like I, I get it that um a show is ten bucks, which ten bucks is really That's not bad. It's not that much to me. <laughs> no. But but like I always really enjoyed coming to shows, and now I do again. But when I was younger, I just enjoyed. I grew up in a small town. Like I enjoyed going and being around people that had the same interests of, as me. And like, mm-hmm. even to this day, I like. I just like. It doesn't even matter. Um, you know, I went and saw Coffin Fit. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I, I ripped. Ugh, that was a good show. I, I don't remember everything from that. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. no. When, when we met, we saw each other at the bar, and you were cracking one open. You're like, "All right, well, I'll see you around." <laughs> and like, get it, dude. I mean, I ran into so many good friends. Oh yeah, I ran into so many people that I hadn't seen in in a long time, and like, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not a big. A friend of mine plays in Coffin Fit, and um, I'm not a big death metal fan in general. But like, I enjoyed being at that show. And those guys are good at what they do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, but I really enjoy just being there because I saw a bunch of friends. Like I just enjoy the social aspect of seeing people there. It's that community piece. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, you exactly. know, I'm going to go to the show and I'm going to meet like-minded people. You know, we're all there because we want to see the bands. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. I ran into Luca from the Chandelier Swing. Oh uh, yeah, I, I just in... saw them um, at Sinkhole recently. Oh yeah. Uh, fucking incredible yeah absolutely awesome. and then I ran into Chris on Cinco de Mayo and I was like dream. hey man you guys were awesome and I listened to the podcast you were on I was like, <laughs> and I was like Atticus <laughs> dude which I didn't even plan to wear this today but. <laughs> <laughs> no I love it I, I had to drag the lake uh, dude uh, sick comps <laughs> I saw Chris uh, well I saw you guys there too at the direct measure I saw that dude like within a within a week span. I saw him like five times. Holy shit! <laughs> like we were just in the same place at the same time, like every other day, because they were on the podcast and we played Record Store Day, and then I went and saw Path of Might, and then I went to that Direct Measure show. Like it was literally like four times in oh, yeah. like seven days. That's a, that's a busy week for me. Yeah, I'm loving. But I love that shows, part. That's man. the part. That's, that's going back to it. That's part of the scene. It's like I feel like any show I go to. Even if I go to by myself, I'm gonna find a friend, yeah. you know. And I, that's what I want to also create, like not only showing, uh, like elevating the music scene, but like building that community of like come out to the show, like make a friend, like you know, and don't be assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First step, don't be assholes. <laughs> that way, everybody can make a friend that's not an asshole, you know. Exactly. For sure. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> so you were fucking on it. You're talking about you came from a small town. Yeah. Did you guys like? I mean, when a show came there, everybody was there, right? Yeah. Because it was shows didn't come. It was rare. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I mean, so Vandalia, Illinois, which is like an hour from here, on on with the little arch, the eat, mini arch, yeah, the Econo Lodge arch, Vandalia, uh, <laughs> the 
it's due east on uh, I seventy, and we I mean we would have no like no shows would hard, would hardly ever come. And then when I when I was um, in high school, I started a band and I started putting on shows. I started like I um, you know in high school like towards the end of high school I started kind of booking shows at like our church had this like gymnasium and I would just use the I don't even think I asked them if I could use they had a PA that kind of like this I just like used it and booked it and um <laughs> I think they charged me $75 or 50 bucks or something like that and uh I mean the first one of those that we did we had like 200 people cuz yeah. there's nothing to do yeah um but I mean, it dwindled then, like, you know, I, in the summer we had a couple more and it dwindled because, like, school wasn't in session anymore. So there was no way. It, this was pre-internet, like, not how the internet is, is now. We were, like, flyering to get people there, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, I, I was always coming to St. Louis because an hour is nothing when you're, like, 18 years old. And, oh, yeah. you know, you have to drive to go anywhere. see your favorite band. That's might as well be, like, five minutes away because, yeah, sure. you know. <laughs> I, like I said, I grew up in Indiana for a little bit, and we would have to. We it was this, this town called Shelbyville, Indiana. Okay. And uh, we would have to drive to Indy to go see most of the shows. Sometimes we'd get lucky, and people would come through and play like an Elks Lodge or some shit in Shelbyville. But one of the first shows, kind of going back to that, what was your aha moment? Compounded by I already liked the the music and stuff, but I, I saw. In 2002, at the Emerson Theater in Indianapolis, oh, I've been there. I saw the movie Life, My Ooh. Chemical Romance, uh, and the Used. Like right after the Used dropped um, their self-titled album, and uh, Is it worth the yeah, yeah. So like I, I had no idea who <laughs> My Chemical Romance here. was. I had no idea who Movie Life was, and like, man, that show. I was like, oh yeah, this is fucking it. Like I want to keep doing this. And just going lineup. to shows, <laughs> yeah, and like, um, yeah, no, I, I had a blast. So and that's that's yeah. awesome. I would have loved to see the movie life, especially back then, dude. It was it was tight. It was you ever heard fun. of uh, Bon? I think it was Bon Terre or uh, Bon Terre, Missouri. Uh, I've heard of it. Never is that been like there. by Farmington? Sounds like it would I be. I think it is. So my old band, Fight Fight Fight, back in like two thousand. When were we there? Dude, like. Two thousand five to like some, some shit like that, but I mean we would play local shows and it would be hit or miss or whatever. Yeah, we go out there and there's like two hundred kids. Yeah, and yeah. we're selling all of our merch, and that was fucking crazy. But yeah, the small town thing like it's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's you know it, it's interesting too because I think a lot of the people that I know that that grew up in those small towns too like gravitated towards St. Louis then because this is where the stuff was happening. You know, like yeah. a lot of the people that I know moved here or, um, you know, moved near here mm. because it was like, this is where I want to be. This is where, <laughs> where like shit's going down. So what do you guys, uh, what, as far as Weed Tooth goes, um, so you guys have an EP out, right? Mm -hmm. It's on Spotify and, and Apple uh, music and all that. Mm -hmm. what, what do you guys have next? What do you guys have coming up? Or kind of where are you at right now? Are you just playing shows? Are you planning to record? Are you writing? Or We're trying to play a lot of shows this summer. Mm -hmm. um, we do want to. So we have five other songs that... All those songs that we put out are things that we did in my bedroom. And then we sent them to our buddy Andrew Kramer to master them. 
and uh, make them not sound as audacity like. <laughs> uh, but so we've got five more of those that you can hear some of them on the, the music videos we put out on our YouTube. Okay. But uh, we're kind of thinking to go maybe re-record them with our new drummer. So we got real drums and professional recordings and uh, yeah, we're trying to set that up right now. And yeah, yeah. So maybe drop them as singles. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, dude. I like not to. <laughs> I gotta do a little. <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of the way, you know. That's the way I like to do it anyway. Is yeah. drop drop a single, drop a video with it. You know, maybe like give it some time for like to digest for people. Like I think just sometimes dropping a whole EP or dropping a whole album without any leading singles off of it. It's kind of like, oh man, this is a lot to take in. You know, it kind of helps. It, I feel like what it helped me do is get my brand out there as yeah. a as a musician. Like, what does Wes Hoffman sound like? What is this? What is kind of the image of this band? And then it's like, okay. Now here's the here's five all the five songs all together. This is how they're meant to be listened like to. A, it's like, like a family group. having five kids at one time. You know, it's like <laughs> they're not all going to get the same amount of attention. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When you look at it from a marketing perspective, that's how I look at it. Is yeah. like. Hey, I want everybody to hear this one song first, like you know, and yeah. like then now um, I have I'm recording a full length. I have nine tracks ready for it. Uh, oh, yes. We're gonna do one more session, so we'll have like tel twelve tracks total, and like we'll probably do ten, and two of those will be like B sides, or maybe we'll do eleven, and one of them will be like a you know released as a single, like a B side, or on a, or on some kind of compilation leftover thing. Maybe the deluxe edition, you know, <laughs> bonus track. Um, but, you know, I was really nervous about, so we just went to the studio, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, and recorded the last three. And the three that we did in the session before that, back in February, I was like telling our bassist, uh, Jacob, I was like, I'm, I don't know how I feel about these songs. Like, they're, they're not like, any of those three that we recorded during that time, they're not like standout tracks to me that are like, oh, this is a single and people are going to hear this and it's going to fucking blow their minds. I just kind of felt like, I didn't feel like they were f complete filler either. Like I was just, that we were just fucking around like to fill tracks. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm hearing all these nine songs together, it fits. You know what I mean? Like, so it's one of those weird, and I've never done I've never done a full length album before, so I don't know what, what it's like. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like did did fluorescent have no? An we just EP did an EP. Or, okay, yeah. we've got like a single coming out soon. Whenever we finalize the mix, but yeah, that's a process. I really like. I've listened <laughs> to some of you guys' stuff. I really like it. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Weed Tooth too. Weed Tooth fucking sucks. <laughs> Bunch of posing ass, fucking gimmicky ass motherfuckers. But dude, that's fun. But dude, oh, it's, no, it is. It's when I listen shit. to it, I'm like, this is fun music. That's like, the whole point of it. Sounds like all. you guys yeah. are having fun doing it. That's, yeah. that's that that is. Well like with so like with fluorescent, it's like we, you know, we work on the songs and we try to make them like the best they can be and the perfectionist way. Yeah. And with Weed Tooth, like the whole idea behind it is like, let's just write a song in one night. And then that's it. Yeah, we can polish that turd later, like recording wise. But like, and and we end up loving them even more. Like yeah. they they kind of like bring themselves to life a bit more when you just kind of puke them out right there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, sometimes there's, there's something really beautiful and fun about it. It is. And especially even though I haven't, I'm not a musician. I have no you know prior uh, music endeavors to this. You know, I, I've 
been in a creative space and a professional creative for 10 plus years now. So having some sort of creative outlet that is just like fucking rip them out real quick and just have fun and not be so in your mind about like, oh, well, you know, what if we tweak it this and it, it needs to be this perfectly sculpted thing. And it's just like, <laughs> no, fuck that. Get it out, put it out, and then like, you know, d- immediately make that call. Does this rip? Does it suck? Yeah, yeah. That's a good way. To, that's a good way. And it's a weird thing to realize, it. like playing music for so long, that man, I could just throw a song out there, and with all the time I would spend fucking with that one song, I could have, I could have written five other songs. Yeah. So you're like, wow. That's a good point. That's uh, quite a realization. That's a bit too late sometimes, but you're like, well. <laughs> I find myself doing that sometimes, like trying to uh, not force, but like, okay, I really like this riff. I really like this chord progression, like, you know, but I don't know where to go from here. And you're kind of like working different parts and, and, you know, I'll spend sometimes like, you know, I come down here a lot and like work on this stuff, but sometimes I'll spend a week or two, like trying to, you know, messing with a song and I'll be like, yeah, maybe it's just better to start over. Or like, so you get you attached know, to like this is, and, and maybe that babies, one is like, yeah, yeah. But maybe that one part, that one riff, or that that one chorus part, or that one melody, like, works on a different song. You know, and yeah, it, it's kind of like you can borrow. That's I feel like that's almost for me a little bit of my process. But I do, to your point, I do like sometimes coming down here and just let's just rip something out and see what see who and i think if you you Let know it for a while so how do you feel about it a week from now like, yeah. <laughs> right right like i feel like you you know pretty immediately afterwards like um you know maybe maybe take some time not listen to it but you know pretty immediately if it rips or not yeah you know 100 oh, like, yeah and if you're not excited about it this way i kind of think about it it's like if i don't think it rips then i who i probably is? don't want to yeah. like and like be yeah. willing to let go of an idea like that's that's something that is very soul searching yeah <laughs> like let it go let it go <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> it's me <laughs> tis i ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> i know well, i was you know I, I assume i'm just sitting here like yeah i guess <laughs> no um okay so you have a new drummer. You're playing a bunch of shows. You're thinking about re-recording some of the old stuff. Anything else kind of yeah. on the horizon? Or um, we'll be writing some new, new stuff. Merch. Soon. Okay. New merch. New merch. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Pretty much I'm everything. New merch. Yeah, new merch. <laughs> All the eggs are in the basket. We're just yeah. picking them out and throwing them at cars as they drive by. Us. <laughs> Let's I'm see. Shut up. We're wanting to. Uh, yeah. Play. Sh- we're wanting to play out of town. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You want to go on tour with us? Maybe. Like a weekend yeah. tour? Depends on when. I've got okay. friends and connections out in Indy. Okay. Um, well, I'm playing Indy. Yeah? Oh, Hoosier Dome. Hoosier Dome. Yeah, I forget where that's at. but I Prospect got, Avenue down the street from Kumas. Like, all my homies in Indy are, like, South Indy. They're okay. In, uh, Garfield Park area. Um, but then there's, like, uh, fuck, what is it called? Fountain Square? No. I don't know. I don't know the area as well as I should. But, it's been uh, a while. Been a while. Uh, no, we, we're, we're kind oh. of sort of in talks with somebody out in Springfield to try and hook us up with either like a venue show or a house show. Illinois Spring, or Springfield, Missouri. Missouri. Okay. Um, and then you know we got homies out in Alton, so we might try and mm-hmm. play over there. So yeah, shout out to Distant Eyes. Distant Eyes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Brett um, and Brad. Brett and Brett. 
and, and Biff Gnarly. Those guys are those guys are cool too. Yeah. Um, Who? Biff Gnarly and the Reptilians. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen some of their videos. They have so, there's some cool stuff. Yeah. Definitely yeah. kind of like an Indians. interesting sound for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I I think um, you know, I haven't done Springfield, Missouri, but I I feel like we're in an interesting location geographically where you can even if you just wanted to drive out to kansas city if you wanted to do columbia and kansas city you could do that in a weekend you yeah. know what i mean um springfield illinois you could drive up there play a show on a saturday come back you know that night even if you wanted to you know yeah. um i'm old so i like to stay <laughs> i like to do the hell okay let's wake up tomorrow morning and, and i like to be able to crash afterwards i like, feel you there oh, <laughs> you tight. know like um but yeah, I uh, we recently played out of town, and uh, it's the first time that I had done that in a really long time, and it Hell it's yeah. cool, man. It's like it's um, I was worn out by the time we got back for sure. Like I definitely went hard, um, I, <laughs> like uh, show wise and like drinking beer wise. <laughs> I was gonna ask which one, but I was like, it's probably both. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Is what I would <laughs> um. But, you know, so, but I mean, we were all just really excited, too. Like, we were just like, oh, this is freaking awesome. Like, you know, we feel like we're on tour or something. Like, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's it's really neat to, like, you know, when we play here, it's a lot of our friends show up and people who know who we are and, and you know, they know the songs and, and they want to support you. But, like, when you go out of town, there might be some people who have, like, looked you up on Spotify before, you know, you get there to, like, kind of know your music. But people don't know who you are. And... Afterwards, it was really cool for people to come up to us and be like, oh, dude, that was sick. Like, we really, like, you guys are really good. We really liked your stuff. And, like, to kind of get an outside perspective of what people think of your music is, like, you don't know what to expect going into the venue. Like, yeah. we, we played one show, dude, and there were, like, 200 people there. And That's awesome. we were stoked. Like, Hell yeah. And we did not expect that at all. Like, it's an outdoor venue. It was, like, a big stage. And, um, like, it kind of had a captive audience. And, um that was dope. And then, um, you know, so you don't know what to always, always what to expect, like rolling up to the venue. Is there going to be nobody there? Like, are there going to be a bunch of people here? Um, you know, are we with locals that draw well, like what's going on? But like the audience also doesn't know what to expect of you. Like, yeah. you know, unless they have looked you up prior to and know your music, but it's cool to then hear, like, see how people, you know, if, if you're the, if you can get people into it then mm -hmm. by the end of the set and be like, uh, it was just like one person. More. Like that, that's all I need really. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I agree. Like, you know, that's one person that wouldn't know about you. Yeah. That's before. why we do what we do. It's just like, Oh, we affected one person. Like, that's fine. That's great. Yeah. Like I, I was that one person 10 years ago seeing some random band, you know, like, Hey, that was a really sick guitar solo. Love the harmonies. Like, or whatever complimented yeah. us, you know. Or even maybe if it just gave though that person like a minute to like be immersed in the music and like let go of whatever is yeah. bothering yeah. them because something is bothering everyone these <laughs> oh, days. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a pandemic or a war or the economy or your job like or your relationship like something is bothering everyone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> And then, well, and that sentiment there is also kind of what fuels uh, the ethos of Weed Tooth too. It's just you know unapologetic idiocy. Yeah. To as a bit of a to distract uh, the fuck out of you. Yeah. From idiocy is an act of resistance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I uh, more and more like I've I've just been really uh, 
like connecting with that kind of like the absurdity of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you ever watch Pee Wee Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> Great. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. movie is absolutely absurd. Just things like that that I that I look back on, or even just sh- like Rick and Morty and The Simpsons and just stuff like that, where it's like these Family Guy, like these jokes are just absolutely absurd and like. That's why not... we wrote a song about Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah, you know, because that's oh, kind yeah. of embodies like, I mean, us as friends for one. Oh know? yeah, no, just... we were always uh, always enjoyed watching Jim Carrey movies, but to to pay homage to him. Through music again yeah. speaks to that that idea of like ch- celebrating and uh, dealing with the absurdity and ABC yeah. and uh, having that be something to enjoy. Yeah, you, you don't always have to make sense of it of something. Yeah. Like yeah. it can just be like it doesn't make sense, and that's the whole point of it. And then it's fun. Dude, some you of know? the shit he writes, I'm like that makes no sense, but I love it. It's like gas fueled and guzzled yeah. grits. Balls deep on a two day binge. <laughs> gas fueled and guzzled grits. <laughs> no. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, hold on, take out that, take out that the or do that, you know. And I'm like, that's oh, that's awesome. Some kind of personal experience. <laughs> no. no right. Well, so that's the the song "Sex Vomit." <laughs> it was so the his dad. Oh yeah, yeah. Was like, if you ever ha- if you ever have a pump round, because both of again the background, both of our parents, uh, we come from parents who enjoyed punk. He's like, you guys should have a band called Sex Vomit. I think that'd be... That, that, that'd there's be no better name. There's, uh, I'll, there's no better name. And so I'll we're like, well, what does that mean? It's like, w- like whatever, whatever you want it to mean. It could be, you know, quite literal of like ejaculation or it could be quite literal in terms of you vomited during sex. Or it could be metaphor. <laughs> Which would be the worst experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, whatever you want to. So I was like, let's make a song that's the sex vomit song that's just like vulgar action-based lyrics that really have no substance similar to... We just did it for him. We're like, you know what? This will fit this band for sure. So let's just yeah. let's write this song. So what did your dad think of it? He's pretty stoked on it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, but you guys didn't name the band Sex Vomit. Yeah. Like, the, the EP the and the song. Yeah. He's like, but, but the band name isn't that. So <laughs> He's like, Matt. You let me down. Okay, that's all it gets. So let's answer some questions yeah. from the Instagram. Answer some of the questions that hey, you sent to us. What? Hop. Hop. This is my question answering voice. <laughs> okay, DJ. These are all from DJ Uptown STL. Wait, where do I have some earlier ones? How do you manage? Oh, I guess this is uh, this is maybe directed towards me, but also you guys as well, because you're a designer. You have multiple projects as well. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you manage so many projects at once? Art, music, work, etc. Caffeine. I would agree <laughs> with that. Um, Determinate. I don't know. <laughs> a passion. Honestly. Yeah, you that's love what I was going to say. It brings you joy, and you gotta have an outlet. And when you're not doing that stuff, you see depression creep back in and then you start doing stuff again you realize oh yeah i need to keep creating and having outlets for stuff or else i go insane so i totally agree with that's that that's my reasoning yeah. um the passion for me for sure like um you know i'm passionate about 314 punk i was like i've i've been looking forward to talking to you guys for a while but like passionate about music too and it's like i i agree like um if I don't if I don't come down here and at least like fart around on my guitar for like 
if three or four days go by and I haven't picked up my guitar, I, my girlfriend can probably attest to like I I start getting a little irritable. Like I want to go do it. Like I'm like okay, let's like give me just a minute to like go be loud and yep do some stuff and and I'll Unleash be good. the beast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd say for me, um, being entirely honest, uh, a lack of self-worth from when I was younger. Um, everyone was always like, oh, you're a great artist. You're a great this or that or whatever. So my uh, sense of identity and sense of self-worth comes from making cool things. That's how I make money right now is making things. That's how, you know, it's. So it's your um, life, basically. It's my life, and so it's if I my life. <laughs> and I don't have kids, I'm not married, and I don't have overwhelming debt. I don't even have student debt. I was lucky enough to like get a scholarship. Um, so luck and um, lack of self worth and has resulted in me being a manic. Uh, like all, all I do is create stuff, and it's it's. Uh, not at the uh, it's de- it definitely is at the expense of uh, mental um, exhaustion. No. Exhaustion. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> I would agree with that as well. I first of all, I want you to know if you never created anything else ever again, I would still love you, and you still have worth thank in you. this world. Well, thank you. Now, Ken, try t- try t- <laughs> <laughs> now, no, try telling my subconscious that letting um, it sink in. I agree. It, I, I do. It does sometimes like, like right now there's, I'm at a point where like, you know, I'm booking a show. I have punk rock flea market coming up. My girlfriend's two year anniversary and it is coming up like our relationship, mm-hmm. our two year anniversary. Congrats. Uh, thank it's you. It's no small you. feat in uh, itself right there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, I, you know, so we're going out of town for that this weekend and then like, I, and then we're going out of town for a weekend tour with my band. So it's like, I, I have, I'm definitely at a point where like I have a shit ton of stuff happening within a, a span of like three or four weeks, which is does mentally sometimes wear on you where you're like, oh, man, how am I going to like, OK, you, it's just a lot of logistics to coordinate like, you know, oh, you know, like it's just a lot going on in your mind. And it does it definitely does wear on me sometimes. But um, all of that to say. Like then, then after we get back from the, that that weekend tour, I ain't doing shit. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you want to hang out? I'm, I'm fucking off tonight. Yeah, no, I'm not no, doing no. anything. Like I, you know, I'm I'm not planning anything like for a while. So, um, okay, so that was from Fuzz nine 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 nine. Severed reality says, how hard is Wheat Tooth gonna go on the twenty sixth? Woo! Fucking hard. Harder dude. than your uncle's tits. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, um, let me put it this way. We're gonna go so hard. Harder than you. Harder than you. We're gonna go so hard. We're gonna be rock hard. Harder than the most rigid nipple you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> no, we're, I just, uh, I, yeah, definitely gonna aim to please on the 26th. So. Um, no, we uh, we get we go a little saucy on stage. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I haven't seen you guys play yet, but I've seen some videos, and it seems like you guys. Give it a go. Stage. I'll, I'll I'll say this, and then we can move on. Uh, in terms of performance, people who I like try and emulate from who I saw when I was a kid, uh, Jason Butler from uh, Let Live. Okay. Uh, Fever three three three. Um, that's uh, his two bands. Um, seeing Inner Shikari uh, live, they put on such an incredible live show, and then Foxy Shazam live. Okay. All those bands are just they're. So 
uh, spectacles. And I was like, if I ever find myself in a position of like being on stage and performing, I'm like, you, you, I, I want to emulate that. Okay. So that's like the Jim Carrey of performers. Like, yeah. For bands. Like, I was gonna say much. maybe Iggy Pop. Oh hell yeah. Well, I never saw Iggy Pop, so <laughs> I've seen recordings, but I've never seen him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't either. Yeah. Like fuck it, that or uh, not in terms of like throwing scat or anything, but like. Gigi <laughs> Allen, <laughs> you know, just, just, just. I want people to be like outrageous. Even if they hate us, like what we sound like, at least be like, go to their shows. They're fucking crazy. They're yes. so fun. Yes, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. That's, that's the takeaway we want to have. Exactly. I love it. Can uh, DJ Uptown STL? Can you dunk? Shit, no. Could either of you dunk? Uh, no. I could touch the rim. <laughs> I could touch the rim in high school. I can. I can. Uh, I can lay up like a son bitch. No, wait, I take that back. <laughs> dunk. Fisher Price? Oh, I Fisher Price! Ah. Shit, I'll dunk on them tykes all day. We had a we had a, a hoop like uh, in when I would go like at my friend's house. They had a, a hoop at a, across the street at like a neighbor kid's house, and they could bring it down to eight feet. And like I was, I'm, I haven't grown since I was in high school. Like this is how tall I was in high school. And we would dunk on that thing like <laughs> like no other. And it was like it was like just high enough that like you almost couldn't do it. But you had to really try hard, so it felt like you were really dunking it. Gave you know you that satisfaction. Yeah, you know? totally yeah. got the satisfaction. Okay, how's your dance moves? Can you wiggle with it? Um, body don't jangle, jangle. It folds. That's all. <laughs> um, I uh, I keep thinking that every day of my life. Now. I don't. <laughs> I can flail, um, and I can. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll just, I'll spasm. Let's call it that. I'll just yeah. rhythm, okay. somewhat rhythmically spasm. I do a good, like, 80s dance. Like, you know, the pole of, like, snap oh, yeah. thing, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Doing one, one of those, if you find yourself, you know, at a, at a dance-oriented... Uh, yeah. like, Throw a little hollow notes on, you know? Well, if it's, if, it's, <laughs> if it's DJ Uptown asking that, he should know. He used to DJ at uh, Atomic Cowboy yeah. when that was uh, uh, still around. And he, I'm sure he saw me drunkenly flail on the dance floor. So oh he, he ought to know. <laughs> okay. Have you ever ghost rode the whip? Uh. The automobile whip. Actually, actually, I think I might have done that Did once. Do? I think I have done that wait, once. Wait, not wait, going wait. very. What does that mean? So you pop out of your car as it's as it's rolling, oh, and then try and jump back into it. That sounds dangerous. I've yeah. I've I've, I've, done, that, do that I've shit, done that. I've done that with my I've done that with my bikes when I was a kid and smashed them into shit. <laughs> That's so fun. But uh, I I've done that once with my car in a parking lot, um, going like maybe five miles an hour. Okay. So not cool at all. Wait, okay. To to sidebar that, shout out to the ghost ride. Wasn't there a ghost ride last night? There was, but my best friend's in town, so I, I had to miss it. Ah. But just every full moon, people get together on their bikes. Oh, the full around. moon was amazing last night. Ah, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it was like beautiful. The blood moon or whatever? The uh, super flower blood eclipse? moon. Super oh, flower yeah. blood That's what it was called? Moon. I think we just uh, Titled a Weed Tooth song. Oh, fuck super yeah. Fun. <laughs> that's sick as fuck. Hell yeah. Next EP that's, or whatever. That's like some Black Moth Super Rainbow <laughs> shit. Yeah. We should do shrooms and then write that song. Okay, down. Let's do it tonight. Okay. And then hey, at the bottom work tomorrow. So do I. The next question <laughs> is just, are dogs? Uh, no. They're, they're not. Okay, what? Well, I, don't okay. I don't know. I don't know. Are dogs? I, I wanted to take a very uh, hot... <laughs> Have a hot take. I, I'm gonna say no. Yes, cats. Yes, cats. Oh, okay. okay. Our dogs. Okay, I like that. I like that response. Yes, cats. 
Final question from DJ Uptown SDL. How many carrots can you eat in one session? Are we talking baby carrots or like big yeah, that's, carrots? Yeah, that's an important If we're talking detail. baby carrots, I can eat a lot. I can eat and, a bag. Yeah, oh, yeah. Baby carrots are great. Give me some hummus. Yeah. What defines that's a session? That's, that's also the answer. I would say a meal. A meal. Like, you know, like, like maybe a, a 15, 20 minute, like, sit down at lunch eating between, like, work meetings. Okay, okay. so you know those pack, those <laughs> baby carrots that come in, like, there's four separate packages, but they're yeah. wrapped together? Two of those with some hummus. Two? Yeah, I've done that for meals. Wait, two of the baby packages or two of the... Two baby packages. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I used to do that for, like, lunch at work. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to hit you with some knowledge. I think carrots taste like... Fucking musty basements. <laughs> I mean, you know. um, so anytime I have okay. car- if if it, I, I can do stewed carrots, but like oh, straight up raw dogging some carrots, that's a no for me, dog. Uh, I can dude. do them with hummus. That's good. That's but. good uh, fiber though. It's good dietary true, fiber. True. You know, it's uh, like, I'll, I'll I'll figure out fiber yeah, elsewhere. You need to put that's, too, that's so. gonna push out like all that other stuff in your you know digestive tract. I'm sure there's other things gonna... that have great fiber in it. Well, what do you eat? I eat a lot of uh, spinach, uh, berries. Okay, okay, you're on the right track then. Uh, oats. You both, you both seem powder. very fit, young men. You go to the church, right? I go to yeah. Shout out church, Church of Jamie. Um, yeah, no, I was doing two times a week, and then uh, I got the the Purina gig, making making designs of puppies and kitties. And uh, thoughts are his own, by the way. Yeah. And not reflective. Of. Not reflective of <laughs> Nestle Purina. <laughs> Since we've talked about two, being two balls deep into a two-day binge. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> um, guzzle guts or whatever. <laughs> that's even better. Guzzle guts. Guzzle guts. Um, yeah, no. Next thing, next thing you know, Purina has a new treat line called Guzzle Guts. Do I buy that? <laughs> For cats. <laughs> yeah. For sensitive stomach. Guzzle guts. <laughs> <laughs> Endorsed by Will. Endorsed by Weed Tooth. Did you guys? Do you guys have special nicknames in your band? We do, and we. Do, Mine's we're my terrible. Instagram handle. Yeah, we're terrible. Oh, okay, okay. I'm, I go by Billy Blackjackets. Okay. Uh, Pat, Pat is our bassist. Is well, his his <laughs> fluctuates. He he chose. We let everyone choose theirs. Yeah. He's Eugene Guts, but we like calling him Chad. Chad Schlag, so it's, it's, it's I think, shout out to Chad, we said we Chad Schlag Beverage <laughs> Company Incorporated. And then Slim joined, and we're like, that's already a nickname. Yeah, so, so, so it's uh, Slim, Chad, yeah. or Guts, and You'll never Jack. know his real name. Yeah, and then uh, Billy Blackjackets are just Billy, um, but yeah. Billy. Yeah. I just always want to call you Willie for some reason. Well, that's fine. My my well, my my grandfather on my mother's side, he's Willie Burgess Johnson. <laughs> okay. And then my uh, grandpa on my dad's name, he's William Michael Massonet. So I'm named after both of them. But so Willie, Willie's fine. Okay. okay Willie. Cool. As, you never know. Some people are like, you know, if your name is Charles, some people are like, I don't, don't call me Charlie or Chuck. Like it's Charles, you know. Yeah. Or like I was like people that when I was younger. Specific. I was like I'm Will, but I'm like. I don't I'm. I mean, I'm technically Wesley yeah. Ryan Hoffman, but uh, I go by Wes because I, like Wes. I don't want. I, you know, I. Why make somebody do an extra? You're the only Wes I've ever met. Oh well, thank you. I, I. Well, I guess I haven't really met. I mean, I don't know if that's Wesleys. a compliment or not. But <laughs> I mean, there's there's cool. There's You're cool welcome. Out there, Wes Craven. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wes. Cool. Isn't uh, Wes Borland? Yeah. Limp uh, oh yeah. From Limp Biscuit. Yeah. What are some other famous Wesleys? I was gonna say Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, yeah. but he doesn't go by Wes. I went to church camp and everybody called me Wesley Snipes. 
That's kind of yeah, badass. Because he was yeah. Blade. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> was. That's badass. Blade, US they made Marshals. three Blade movies with him. Can you believe that? Like, yeah. I, I don't even think I've ever seen one all the way through. I fuck. Did I f- We've got a song that's about a Blade movie. Yep. I, I, did, I did watch majority of Blade Trinity when it came out. Blade Trinity is not the is not the one. No, to, one and two is tight. One one's super dope. fucking tight. Two's you know. Yeah, one, one's one's goat. I started yeah. watching the first one because I was like, during COVID, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to make myself my way through the Blade trilogy because they they all ended up on HBO, and um, like the opening scene is him just like shooting all these vampires with a machine gun. Fuck, <laughs> yes. That blood. Well, the blood it's rave. So it's just we've got uh, the song is bloody. called Blood Rave yes. that we wrote about that. that yeah, situation. we haven't put that. We haven't put that out that's, yet. Yeah, if you if you've, if, you've yeah. if anyone's ever seen us live, we've played Blood Rave live, and that's it. Yeah. But, yeah Did you guys see Morbius? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I'm gonna watch it when it when it comes to like uh, maybe streaming, I will. You know, I haven't. I've I've hardly seen any of the Snow, uh, Sony Marvel movies. I Venom. Venom. Venom was good. I wanted. I want to see. There will be Carnage. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, it, it, the first one was better. That's what I've heard. But uh, Spider Man No Way Home. So that yes, technically is a Sony uh, Marvel movie, but like it's appropriated into really the cinematic universe. Oh, so I've definitely great. seen those. Um, and those were fun. I, de- I rewatched that because uh, my mm-hmm. girlfriend and I just went and saw Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. I haven't seen that yesterday. Yet. That pretty cool. I'm a bad. Nerd. Oh, it was awesome. Like, it was freaking awesome. And and she had not seen Spider Man No Way Home, mm. and I was like, well, Doctor Strange plays a pretty big part in Spider Man No Way Home, so you probably should watch that. So we rented it, we watched it, and then she went back and watched um, the first Doctor Strange. Which is um, great, but she never saw she never saw like the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, oh, okay. okay. and Enjoy I was those. like, oh, you, you maybe want to watch one of those, like, I guess but I'm you be, it, it, yeah. if you know that he was it, at least you know that there were two Spider Man movies made with Andrew Garfield in it, which he was such an emo Spider Man, like even in No Way Home, he's like the emotional like needs constant validation and like yeah. he cries like several times. He and when he saves, I do remember that now. Yeah. Mary Jane, like you know, because that yeah. was how Gwen Stacy died in oh, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man Two. Like, um, spoiler you alert! He, you could tell he was redeemed. <laughs> spoiler! Hey, hey if you want to go back to like 2016 and watch it, like <laughs> 2012, I think. Okay, it was, was it 2012? Okay, or maybe that's ten the first years. One I don't know. Time and space is a fucking mystery. Well, man. Spider-Man: Homecoming came out in like 2017. I want to say right. Something like that. So it was before that. You know what fucks me up? 2017 was five years ago. I know. Fuck no, it wasn't. God. No, it wasn't. It was two years ago. Dude, we're already <laughs> halfway through this year almost. Shut up. Yeah. Like, it's going to be I 2023 disagree. soon. You can't agree. You can't disagree with time, William. No. I can and I will. <laughs> well, uh, uh, You'll do nothing of the sort. Watch me. Uh, an Instagram I defy you called. and time. <laughs> we can do this. I can literally go on like this forever. No, my dear boy. A wizard may do what he pleases with time. Time will get the best of you. You wait and see. It, it, it already has. <laughs> All right, so we've hit the one hour mark. <laughs> six, six. Did, did you feel like it went by quickly? It did. I, I feel like I'm talking 45 minutes. Well, we used to do a podcast, and uh, oh, yeah. we <laughs> did not um, have very strict uh, 
guidelines with that. And oh. so it, we, we would easily go, we, we do like oh. two and a half hours. Well, dude, I, I, like, I like being pretty, my big thing is like, what's your aha punk rock moment? And then what's going on with your band? And then like, I don't mind going off on tangents a little Bullshit, bit as long as yeah. we kind of reel it back in. You know, You've um, done a masterful job. <laughs> well, thank you, my dear boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so how can everybody find you? It's it's just at Weed Tooth on on Instagram, right? Yeah. There's no yeah. other Weed Tooth out there. Tooth with a U. Yeah. Um, we're, Does it have something to do know. with weed itself? Is that? I mean, yeah. yeah so okay. Yeah. So so the name. So we've got like three different. Um, stories that we tell with with the name of the band. So one being, it's like, hey, you, you know, you have a sweet tooth. Well, some of oh, got a weed tooth. You know, you gotta, I would say I get a weed tooth every once in a while. Yeah, yeah I'd say a lot of people do. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I recognize <laughs> that. Well, Definitely <laughs> 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 Yeah. No, I, I get it. I go to it's Beyond Below. Sativa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like getting them hybrids, them sativicas. This is yes, uh, that's a sativa. Yeah, this is the. Uh, um, this is called Rollins. I, I, I just mixed it up. Henry Rollins. Yeah, give it a little. Um, but yeah, uh, open it up and give and it a little. The sniffy. other definition is. Um, so I, I have a, a fucking snaggly bottom row of teeth, and uh, I, you know it's, I, th- I think it's something you know don't not everyone should try to have like a perfect fucking set of teeth, and it's always like it always creeps me out. It's like people with those perfect veneers, and like yeah, hey, get away from me. Fucking android. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> Not a real person. Um, so it's it's also just you know if you've you've got your your snaggle tooth that you kind of hold your your joint in or whatever and that's oh, like, that's, that's where you okay. that's your weed tooth. That's an actual term, right? Or well, not maybe not weed. Well, yeah. I was thinking more of like uh, maybe it was something that happened after you smoked weed, like if you're if you're you you smoked weed and you could feel it in your teeth. That's that. Oh yeah, or like you well, smoke the joint out of like, like my one teeth area. Are high right you got like now. one yeah, like one go. like yellow tooth, and that's just where the joint always is. Or something. So it's it's you know pick your poison, whatever whichever yeah. one you like. That's that's what we're. Why oh, we chose explain the band. meth mouth. Thing. Oh yeah, and we, we were coming up with. So I think there already is a band called Meth Mouth, <laughs> but you know we were coming up. With, I was like, I want something really visceral and gross. Um, for our band name, and uh, I was like, well, so- something like Meth Mouth. So I was like, let's just go with a lesser drug in terms of like harsh- harshness and like life ruining, and then a lesser part of the whole mouth is the tooth. So, okay, Meth, Meth. Mouth, Weed Tooth. That, yeah, that worked out. <laughs> yeah. It's a catchy name for sure. Well, thanks. Weed yeah, tooth. and it's, it's, I mean, it's, we're not sick of it yet. So no, that's, that's it's, a good feeling. Did the test of time with us personally, and yeah. uh, I think it's just kind of it. it, it's indicative of what you can expect from our. And just like the songs, we just kind of like, okay, that's it. Fuck it. That's that's the name of the band. Yeah. We're not gonna mull over it too long. Yeah. So it fits your uh, it fits your your like style and your vibe too. I think so. Well, fuck yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much. This was this was an absolute blast. My yeah. dear William Thank you. Nicholas. <laughs> yes, from from the Tooth of Weed, <laughs> signing off on the 314 <laughs> podcast. May your nights be splendid and your blunts bountiful. Oh, and this is for Star. <laughs> Teddy Sprinkles! Teddy Sprinkles! Back in my day, we didn't have casts on a pod. We just <laughs> sat around and would tell yarns. <laughs> Weave yarns of merriment and bullshit. 
I'd call in the bard and have him sing a song to you. Drum upon the lute. And tell of tales past. Have you guys heard of... Have you guys watched Witcher? Fucking hell yeah. yeah. Toss a coin to We also love Skyrim very much. Yeah, yeah. We want to find a way to make a... This is a Skyrim tattoo. Skyrim. I I feel like there's a lot of... Oh, that's a dope. That's dope, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it Mayrin's Dagger? Mayrin's Dagger, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much. This was fun. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Love you.